Check it out, uh. Come back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been around will know. I'm talking about owning something, giving my homie some, teaching the youth how to survive. You owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts as I share them with the land. Thoughts of an average show, just the thoughts of an average show. Thoughts of an average show, just the thoughts of an average show. Show media production. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Show podcast. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your favorite average Joe, and uh, we're doing this again. I got yes, my sir. man, yes, sir. I got my man Adam back, man. How you doing today, man? man all is well, man. Um, as I look over the course of the day, it, you know it could have been worse, mm-hmm. but you know we made it through. And we here right today, yes, sir. We here right. Um. Your mental health okay? One more time. Your mental health okay? Uh, mental health, man. I'm 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 straight, man. You know, with all this, all this stuff going on, you know, okay. coronavirus, and you know, I'm good, man. Okay, I feel man. like you know, keeping my my state on God. You know, my mm-hmm. I'm in perfect peace. So. All right, man. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm good. Mental health straight. You know, um. So this is going to be the second episode of the Praise Break series. It was, it was supposed to be a four-part series. I made it a three-parter. I cut an episode out. Um, so today, why you? Let me. You mind me asking? Why did you cut it out? Um, the people I wanted to get on, well, one person was flaking. The other one was really unsure. So I figured I would just rather cut that out. And then when I and then when I redo the series next season. I can I'll, I'll have enough time to be able to do that one. Right. Okay. I, so, I see exactly where you're coming from. All right. So um yeah, this is gonna be the second ep- second episode. We're gonna be talking about religions, religious, spiritual, and judgmental Christians today. Can you read that one more time? Religious, spiritual, and judgmental Christians. Okay. That's what we're gonna be okay. talking about today. Okay. Um. So the first episode did really good. Uh, people gave me a lot of feedback from straight away from the church. Um. A lot of people didn't know that. Um. A lot of stuff that was going on in the AME churches, and I didn't either. So it was a really good episode. Hey man, um, <laughs> hey, uh, throw some facts at me, man. Um, I, I actually I I forgot to listen to that one. So pretty much like with the AME churches, like so the people that were on, uh, shout out to Tyler and Warren. They um they broke down how like it was a lot of church politics behind it, like it was basically like elections, like. Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, wait. Elections for elections pastors. In yes. the church. Yes. Like elections for like certain pastors to go to certain districts because that's where the money was at. Okay, so let me let me stop you right there. So I have I've heard of um I've heard of like them, you know, voting people out of a seat and stuff and you mm-hmm. know, second emotion and stuff and you know coming up I didn't you know, I did't understand what that means, you know. Um all in all in favor by the sound of I all opposed by the same sign I'm like well What yeah, is this so, all about exactly. So that's what so, you're talking about Apparently yes Okay okay And it was just It was just a lot of stuff going on You know what I'm saying You get a chance Check it out Um, it's, It was a good episode Bro that sounds so good I'm definitely gonna have to Channel in man right, you know, I'm stuff. pretty sure like I was just I had a lot going on at the time hey, But I, now I that you, you give me more I get you bro I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely I get you I'm gonna get in there <laughs> Um, Alright so Religious Christians right Mm-hmm. So the reason why So for everybody Doing this backstory We actually did An original episode On this But right. I felt like I didn't give enough facts It was just more so A rant So I wanted to be More factual This time So you know I had to do A little bit, little bit of research Asking people some questions 
what is the difference between first of all let's start off with this to you what is a religious christian a religious christian um a religious christian to me i believe is is one who have confessed the faith first of all but secondly they have they have a misconstrued misunderstanding about how the faith works and more than likely they're probably operating by works alone mm-hmm. and you know they're using that to validate their faith mm-hmm. but Christianity is not just about works it's about faith and works mm-hmm. you know it's a balance mm-hmm. you know so I would definitely say a religious Christian is one who who is they always operate in the works of the flesh mm-hmm. like it's all about the works of the flesh alright so this is what I did some research um asked a couple people that I knew that were like really into the word more than I am and um this is what they said religious Christians they base their work in everything they do for the Lord no they were saying they base their work in everything they do for the Lord by their actions they do everything by the Ten Commandments they think they're good deeds and they figure that's how they're going to get them into heaven Jesus became the Ten Commandments so we can have grace and mercy they feel like they can save themselves and work their way into heaven they also participate in the religious aspect of the church attending services bible studies volunteerism but sometimes lack the emotional and intellectual capacity to see how the spiritual relation functions in the real life they're unable to practice the fundamentals of their faith wow what you think I told you, I told you, I, I had to come with it. Okay, so, you know, that right there, that one right there will make you think, you know what I mean? And it's, I think it's, it's first of all, it's precise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right on, like, it's broad, and but also precise, like, hit it right on the head with content. So it's like, I <laughs> you can't really, you don't really have a comeback for that one right there. You know, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know many other people will probably attest the same, like, they mm-hmm. sound just like them. So Why do you feel like Religious Christians Lack the emotional Or intellectual capacity To see how the spiritual relationship Functions in their life I think that honestly It could be It could be a symptom of pride You know And the reason why I say that Is because They're looking at themselves As more superior Or they're looking at at the other person as the least, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't really. It's their way or the highway. They really don't care to to really put themselves in the, that that person's shoes mm-hmm. or whoever, you know, whatever that that group or you know that party is. They don't really care to humble themselves to mm-hmm. like what that person stands for, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know. I just feel like what like, you think. And so my cousin told me this. And it's a hot take, but I'm going to say it. I believe if you aren't living directly, they believe, I feel like they believe that if you aren't living directly by the book, then you're going to hell and you cannot be saved. They feel like, I feel like religious people want to see people go to hell. They argue with, they, instead of trying to preach the word, they will argue down their point because they always have to be right. They're right. more concerned about winning arguments instead of winning souls. And they feel like if you're not on my level, then God can't use you or anything like that. I just feel like sometimes religious Christians, they feel like they're better than you. Right. As opposed to, hey, I was here. Let me. God can use me as a testimony so we can get you to where you need to be. But the moment you start asking questions, eh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, and as I said before, you know, um, it could be a symptom, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I know for some of them, it's literally, we don't talk about it enough, but it's the spirit of that person and the intention of mm-hmm. that person. Because I don't think that every religious Christian wants to be in that state. It may be a lack of knowledge that they have, but... You know, I know we're talking more, you know, verbatim about those who are, mm-hmm. you know, with those people, I just, I think they do, they like the spirit and the, and the right intent, mm-hmm. you know, and honestly, I think it's a root cause to it that nobody else can really discover for them. Mm-hmm. They have to discover that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that would be the only hope that they have, 
you know what I mean? If they were to find or discover, you know, that, you know, that which is needed, that intention, or I guess partner with it, accept mm-hmm. it for what it is. Like, all right, you know what? This is the intention that I need to have towards this person. I have no control of their destiny or anything like that. This is this is the most I can be for that person. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think it's it's a it's a symptom of pride. They want to be deep down inside. They want power. You know, it's it's a lot of crazy stuff. I feel know? like once again, definitely feel like we're like religious. Like my cousin, I said earlier, like they believe if I do this, this, and this. I'm gonna get to heaven So right. more so Let me do What he tells me to do Instead of actually Having a solid relationship With him And I feel like That can lead you Down the wrong path Because at the end of the day You can do all the Great things in the world But if you don't have A personal relationship With him It's a wrap Right And Just to expound off that I believe um, I'm not sure If this is what you mean But This is how I'm This is how I'm taking it You know Obedience in your relationship with him Yeah Because that's what really defines the relationship You know what I mean Like you know What did you What did you do that he told you to do Not that, not what you wanted to do That you thought would be good towards him You know, I think so much would. I think so much obedience But also on top of that Having a relationship with him Because you can just be a religious Christian And just go to church And be like Oh okay If I do this this and this I'm going to be saved Or I'm going to go to heaven But that's not necessarily the case there's a lot of people who just go to church and do what the Bible tells them to do, but don't have an actual personal relationship with him. And I feel like if you do that, but don't have a personal relationship with him, when it's time for you to leave this earth, it's, you, you're going to be in for an unpleasant surprise. Absolutely, man. And that, you know, we could, man, look, that's a whole other episode right there. You know, just having a relationship with him and stuff. And that's um, that relationship is really defined by... Your ability to believe in him, you know, mm-hmm. and to, you know, that's the that's the obedience that that saves you. You being able to confess, you know, that he died and he rose again. You know, a lot of people wouldn't, you know, they may oppose this, but that's enough. But also what comes with that is your life manifesting that you mm-hmm. believe that. Once again, know, so. faith, like religious people believe in works and spiritual people believe in faith and works. That's faith. the difference. That's that's the big difference right faith there. Faith and works. Um, so my cousin brought this up and he will say the reason why we need to be more spiritual than religious is because Jesus condemned the religious back in the day. They couldn't even recognize Jesus in the flesh. He said religious people could be holy and clean But be filled with hate on the inside They don't give the same grace and favor That God gave them Mm. Religious Religion is why Jesus died Because Jesus was spiritual Religious is why Jesus died Because they saw that he was spiritual And was like this isn't what we're we're doing They called him the devil They said that he had had devil in him Wild Those those are Pharisees, Sadducees, and you know all the the the, the clans, the mm-hmm. big boys back mm-hmm. in the days, the ones who thought they were more superior. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I definitely agree with that. You know, <laughs> I told you I was bringing it today. <laughs> all right, let's get into this, man. Um, now we talked about religious, so we're gonna talk about spiritual Christians. A spiritual Christian is someone that has a defined relationship with God. They are active in prayer, reading the Bible, and devotionals. They may or may not have a church home or church family, but it's one who knows they aren't worthy, they understand they are a sinner, and in need of God's grace. And they're based their salvation off the blood of Jesus Christ. When it comes to spiritual Christians, they want to see more souls in heaven than in hell. They don't want to argue, and they're trying to plant that fate of the mustard seed the right way. What do you? How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's a, a partial okay. definition in a good way. Okay, it's going so to the give right you your definition, right? Um, my definition, I would definitely just honestly expound off what you already said. Um, uh, evident relationship with God is that you have His Spirit, in that also that you're producing fruit mm-hmm. of His Spirit, which is you know joy, love, peace, um, temperance. Uh, meekness, you know, the list goes on. The uh-huh. nine fruit of the spirit, and so that's that's one of the big signs right there that you got His Holy Spirit. You know, because Jesus said that it was it was important that He leave 
so that he can leave us with that gift mm-hmm. you know because that gift was going to bring us into intimacy with god when you think of the holy spirit is you know a lot of people the religious people say this too the trinity but i believe that you know god showed himself in the the, the different tenses like mm-hmm. like the past tense the the present tense and the future tense mm-hmm. the future the present tense is our relationship with the holy spirit our future tense is what the, the holy spirit completing what the work that needed to be done with us that made us you know favorable to be in the presence of mm-hmm. god on judgment day mm-hmm. so that's my definition again that's partial because it's like so much can be said as far as the definition but what you said and what i said this is evident mm-hmm. this is what give people that confirmation they they need now, i'm not saying have confidence in that person because you should have a relationship with them yourself mm-hmm. but it, Correct. it we bear witness with each other by the spirit mm-hmm. that god has left us that jesus left us with so so i feel like when it comes to the difference of the two the religious Christians are more stuck in their ways. Stuck. They're more Old Testament, like Ten Commandments. <laughs> the spiritual, they w- kind of want the same thing as the religious, but they're a little bit more open about it. You know what I'm saying? They know you're going to make mistakes. They're, willing, they're more willing to walk you through it as opposed to just, it's this way, that's it, no way. Because we all can get to the same goal, but we all may have to take different routes to get there. Different routes, right. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense, bro. You know, I also, again, it's just, it's all about humbling yourself mm-hmm. because that that spiritual Christian, maybe they've already taken that path already mm-hmm. or went that route, and maybe you're just starting, and you know, maybe they have something that, they can pour into you. Mm-hmm. They can they can give you you know that'll be vital for your way. It's not necessarily them telling you what to do, but they're giving you wisdom. They're mm-hmm. giving you they're giving you tips on how to get through it and mm-hmm. stuff. As opposed to the religious person, you got to do it this way. Exactly. You got to do it don't, this way. This ain't gonna happen. X Y Z. Mm-hmm. And that actually that has run ran more people away because exactly. it plants fear inside of their soul. And we don't need fear because perfect love casts out fear. Mm-hmm. And that's what God gave us, his, his love, his son, Jesus. So mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. I feel like the religious will end up pushing more people away than bringing people to Christ. Because it's mm-hmm. like, you have to do it this way. If you don't do it this way, you're going to get condemned. Then it's right. just like, that's not what he wants at all. And, and I mean... Honestly, I think I will say this: some people now there are levels to it. You exactly. know what I mean? Because the the Bible does testify that that we, you know, He moves us from faith to faith, from glory to glory, which mm-hmm. means that we're being transformed more into the image of His Son. Which also means that you do have people that are walking straight in their relationships with Him. I'm not saying according to the commandments in their relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. to the point where, like I just said before, they can guide someone else and not be biased. Mm-hmm. They can be open minded and they can like whatever the Spirit is telling them, they can tell that person. It's always going to be out of love. It's not going to be something that run them away. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna be able to bear witness with it mm-hmm. because they you know what's inside of them inside of that person it discerns the same thing. It's a good intent. Versus the person that like Don't want the better for them Maybe mm-hmm. the religious person I guess we can call them Then it's You're gonna be uneasy about it I feel like during this pandemic I feel like during this pandemic the If I had to take a guess The If you are a spiritual Christian You Your walk with Christ Has probably flourished more Than if you were just a Religious Christian Because if you're a spiritual Christian I believe you're Relationship and walk with him is a little bit stronger than whether you're than if you're just a religious Christian. Because once again, religious Christian they think more so works. Spiritual Christian thinks more so about faith and works. So I feel like I know some religious Christians now. Right now, I know that they're struggling because the, the church ain't open. <laughs> church ain't open. As opposed to the spiritual ones, yeah, the church ain't open, but they've already had that foundation with them to begin with. So, which one? Which one would you say you are? Me, I would say 
for the most part, I would say I'm a spiritual Christian, mm-hmm. and I say that unbiasedly because I, I am open to growth for one, and then for two, as I, I confess them as much as I, I can. Mm-hmm. You know? and, um, if I am in the wrong about something, I follow the commandments of His Word, which is to say, the new commandments He left us with. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, we still have you know. To do our due diligence and stuff the, the basics You know Nothing too complicated But that's confessing When I'm wrong mm-hmm. Confessing Oh hey Father I did this wrong I need you I need you again Or whatever the case is mm-hmm. You know I don't I don't mind doing that That's not a burden to me If I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong mm-hmm. You know what I mean It just It only teaches me To be humble Yeah You know when I confess That I'm wrong So those are That's some of the stuff That, that would validate You know what I'm saying as far as being a spiritual Christian now, I will say I was a religious Christian before. So okay So <laughs> When did you switch? Ooh, man look I would say it was a relationship man That changed okay. me There was a girl You know I'm not gonna say no names I I was Man I was beaten upside the head with the bible man And mm. honestly It was because There was a There was this thing of control and power that I was struggling with in my masculinity. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I'm not gonna make no excuse for it. I'm gonna just say it's a. I believe it's a. It's a. It's it's a part of my life that I couldn't avoid. I had to go through that, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, after God showed me me, I believe it was last year, man. I still got it recorded on my phone. I was just I recorded the prayer that I was praying, crying out to Him and stuff because. I had this I had this feeling with me And it would not leave me I couldn't pray it away It felt like a thorn in my flesh Like Paul was talking about I had a thorn in my flesh Man I was just That thorn was probably like Guilt or shame or something mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't leave me But God grace has saved me from that And it's gone now Because now I'm, I'm filled with more mercy I'm filled with more grace I'm more open minded to Other people's walk Mm-hmm. In their faith You know I'm not I'm not judging them I'm not so quick to judge Because I don't know Their story And I don't mm-hmm. know Where they are mm-hmm. You know I don't know How God Because sometimes You know He What the enemy means For evil God will use it For the good So mm-hmm. just because This may look bad On this person That don't mean God won't use it mm-hmm. You know We hear about You know People don't like that They say oh Don't compare that not that I, But it humbles you When we talk about you know Bible characters And their struggles What they went through And mm-hmm. how God still used them And stuff like that So Just because You have a deficiency Does not disqualify you You know what I mean So it's just like That's that's me now I'm more open minded mm-hmm. To say that God still can use this person mm-hmm. You know so What okay. about what about you though bro? Um, Are you a spiritual Or a religious Christian I would say I'm a spiritual Growing up I think I was more so religious Just because I wasn't necessarily I didn't want to go to church Not that I didn't want to go to church I was forced to go So it was like It was like Every Sunday was a requirement So now As I'm older As much as I don't go hey, to hey, church you, you was falling asleep in church Oh man you already know I was knocked out <laughs> I, was, that's, I ain't gonna lie That's part of the reason why Like so I was on the usher board But I think Part of the reason why I joined the usher board Was cause I could stay awake Right Up until the sermon and I'll fall asleep during the summer, but my parents couldn't really like because they were all they were too busy doing what they were doing. I, I could do what I want to do, right? So I would fall asleep. Yo, listen, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, bro. It was hard back in the day. I was like, this man be talking. It, it, the, the the lead us from putting up fifteen minutes. He's still going another thirty. <laughs> I was like, when is he going to end? <laughs> But now I definitely believe I'm more spiritual. Um, my walk with Christ does have to improve, but I feel like now um, I'm more so focused on the faith and personal relationship aspect of it than just the words. Like my mind has expanded. So let me ask you this: In the midst of the pandemic now, what does the church look like to you? Are you saying like physical or like yes? So like this how this how I look at it, right? I feel like with the pandemic going around and my friend, my friend said this and I agree with her that the church, the look of the church is changing. You know what I'm saying? It's people worshiping in the park now. It's, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? You have Bible plans with friends or Bible studies at friends' homes. It's more so you have to do that work than actually being in the actual church. 
Right. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And um, I actually, I love it, man, because it's a setup. You know, people are, they are, they are getting used to a new form of worshiping God or, mm-hmm. or I, not even new. I would say just being open-minded more to their options, you know, just in the physical house, you know, but don't get me wrong. Um, it's, it's, oh my gosh, man. I'm, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people that's like, they feel like it's a settlement because mm-hmm. it's nothing like gathering, you know, in the house of the mm-hmm. Lord. It's really not, you know. Um, <laughs> but I'm not saying that's as you have to. You don't. That's not the only place to worship, you know. And I, I believe religious Christian. That's their mindset. Yes. Yes. Correct. And thinking that's the only Lee place. Ways, yes, that's the only way to worship. Correct. Um, I definitely feel like our generation is more so spiritual. Definitely. And we're so more like let's hey let's link up. We're two or three gathered in the midst of them. You know what I'm saying? That's that's basically church right there. This is basically church right now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And record, according to the Bible. So I think with our generation, we're just more so focused on... Because I feel like it's a lot of church hurt in our generation that really hasn't been addressed. So that's why I feel like most of us don't go to church. Right. Or we strayed away from the church. So now we're trying to build our relationships with Christ but together but not necessarily in the church yeah and you know honestly it's a painful reality but I believe there's it's gonna be worth it on the other mm-hmm. side man you know when you left to to heal from these wounds on your own and technically not because you know by his stripes we're healed you know but from a mental aspect you know it can be draining to think like alright what are the things I must do to to validate this healing you know or to make sure i am receiving it as he mm-hmm. said it you know um so it can be it can be tough you know because honestly i think it's a thing of faith yes he said it but do you believe that you know and a lot of people their heart been so disappointed and mm-hmm. so crushed and so wounded that they might not even have the faith to even believe that mm-hmm. they just hear, they just hear it as another statement in the bible but it is something that you know it has been declared and you know god has already said it it is yours but you gotta have the faith to get it and with that being said you know people that i guess don't have the faith to do that they they're finding it as a struggle man mm-hmm. to heal from that church hurt mm-hmm. and a lot of people say oh it's an excuse it's an excuse it's not you know you can't it's real t- you can't it's real you can't tell a person when to heal but all we can do is hope that they do heal mm-hmm. because what ends up happening is it become a repeated cycle of a generational curse where the the one the one growing up in church they hurt the next generation growing up in church mm-hmm. through religion yep we don't want that what, nah. you, what you think I agree with you 100% I agree with you 100% and then it just becomes a cycle so but let me ask you this your your pastor like or the pastor you grew up under do you feel like he was more spiritual or religious um i feel like the pastor i grew up with was more spiritual than religious like he would give you the word but if you messed up it wasn't like oh we're condemning you or oh we're exiling you from the church <laughs> that happened that's happened before Right. Like you know what I'm saying Like so it was more so Okay this is what the Bible says But this is how I also feel as well I'm going to give you these scriptures So you can broaden your walk with God As opposed to just I'll give you a perfect example So I'm messing up in school And my pastor My mom reached out to my pastor He took the time out For at least about maybe like One Sunday out the month For like the next six months He took the time out to check up on me I would go into his office Just have conversation with him Saying Have some devotion with him See how I'm doing in school See if I'm having any progress Right I feel like if he was a religious pastor He just would have been Look That's what you gotta do Point blank period Like there is no other way You gotta do it this way And that's it There is no other way about it That's it End of the conversation Hey <laughs> Sounds stressful man Yeah <laughs> It was a little stressful. <laughs> I was like, Mom, why are you telling the pastor my business? Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, right. <laughs> but, nah. Um, 
I think that's part of the problem reason why I haven't I haven't found anything out yet because he was such a good passer. In my opinion, a lot of pastors don't really compare to him. So therefore, like I noticed there's a lot of churches. So up north, there was a lot of churches like the church I went to. He would preach the scripture, but also at the same time, show you the word. You know what I'm saying? Pull out scriptures to back up what he's talking about. But I feel like as I've gotten down here, there's a lot of preachers that just preach. They don't have, they don't give you Bible scriptures to back it up. So you can actually go home and look it up for yourself. And I think that's part of my promise to why I haven't found a church home yet. Yeah, honestly, I had a crazy experience coming up. You know, my pastor, sheesh, I'm not going to say no names, but you know, we... <laughs> I'm going to confess it, man. So, you know, it's nothing that the devil can hold over him or, you know, anybody that was in that church. They don't have to live bound to what happened, the situation. But the pastor, he just was lacking in his in his relationship with God. I don't mm-hmm. judge him, man. But, you know, when you're in that position, people are going to hold you accountable. Exactly. You know, and this pastor was in Havana back when I was in living in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, man... You know, he hurt everybody in the church because he he divorced his wife and he married one of the other pastors on the team. No way! Oh my god, that boy messy. Yo, it was crazy, man. That boy like, messy. I'm talking about little kids love about it. Like, and I'm talking about we had done grew. We grew as we grew as a church, man. We started in a small building that we were renting out and stuff like that, till eventually owning the building, mm. and we had progress so much, man. I'm talking about they used to because my that church was in the country, man. They used to go all the way in the city to pick up kids, mm. and adults for church service and stuff. But all that that one thing tore the church family apart because mm. once they found out, you know, the first lady was such a sweet lady. They left the church Because it's like Yo this, this hurts man Exactly it's, it's almost like Seeing your Your mom Be faithful to your dad And you know He, he go get another wife You mm-hmm. know And you was happy Seeing them together mm-hmm. So it was It was one of those Man that, that was my hurt Honestly That was my Experience with the Religious pastor Or you know mm-hmm. Okay So Alright y'all man um, It's the announcement section um, Like I said Earlier it's, I'm cutting it down to a three-part series, and I'm saving the other episode for when I come back for season three. Um, I'll do another series now to be on season three. Uh, so next week will be the last part of the Praise Break series with, with the Millennial Christians, um, titled The Millennial Christians. Um, also, man, like I said, or, um, also uh, I have some birthdays. Um, happy birthday to Chad, man. Um, he has a podcast actually. Uh, what is it called? I'm gonna look it up. Uh, give me a second. It is Chad of the, um, what is it? Damn it. I can't find it. Anyway, happy birthday to Chad. Um, Happy birthday to Chad. Uh, my pop's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to pop's. Manny turned 62. My mom's birthday is on, oh, Chad of the Couch Convos podcast. Happy birthday, man. Um, by the time the next episode drops, my mom's birthday would have passed. Her birthday's Friday, so happy birthday to my mom. Uh, tomorrow is my home dog Aaron's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Aaron, an average Joe media client. Um... His birth, he's turning 30 on Thursday. Um, happy birthday to Mimi. Her birthday was Monday. Um, and happy birthday to my cousin Olivia. Uh, her birthday was, I think, like the week before, something like that. She just turned two, man. Um, but yeah, um, so far I got good feedback from the series, uh, Straying Away from the Church. Was a, was, was a, uh, was, a lot of people liked it, so I'm hoping, you know, we keep the momentum going, hoping people can can hear this and it, and it can just change a life or two. All right, y'all. Um, also, um, the season finale is going to be December 30th. Three, 
three Wednesdays from now. No, two Wednesdays from now. Yeah, two Wednesdays from from now. Save the date. It's going to. I got. I got. I got a surprise, y'all. It's going to be big. All right, y'all. Let's get back into the episode. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to the Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top of the line equipment to you, record your episode and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today. talk about this judgmental Christians um, I'm, I'm gonna pull up some scripture oh um Matthew 7 I'm just gonna read Matthew 7 from verse like 1 to 5 verse 1 Matthew 7 verse 1 says do not judge or you too will be judged verse 2 says in says for in the same way you judge others you will be judged and with the measure you use it you use it it will be measured to you verse 3 why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye verse 4 how can you say to your brother let me take the speck out of your own eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye verse 5 you hypocrite first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye Here's my opinion on this, right? There's a lot of people that are very judgmental. And me personally, I feel like it has more to do so with religious Christians. Like now that they are saved, it's like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to do it this way. And this is the only way. Like I've had older Christians tell me that, oh, well, if you go and move with your girl, God's not going to bless your relationship. Uh-oh. And it's just like You're not God though So why are you judging me So you trying to tell me that now that you are Saved You're just Better than me Because I want to do this You just feel like oh so so, so, so you don't sin now Right you know what I'm saying you don't sin like, let, let me find out Let me find out so, so, so I can try to figure out What you doing right Wow And that hurt bro I was like so God's not going to bless my relationship Because I want to live with My girl eh, But man. you sin every day Right I wouldn't Exactly I wouldn't I wouldn't jump to conclusion I think again it's a thing of power mm-hmm. It's a thing of control You know um, I guess When it comes to stuff like that people want to They want to assume they know The obvious answer mm-hmm. And obvious isn't always obvious Know, because I have a friend, man. Shouts out to him, man. Him and his, him and his wife. Now, you know, they were girlfriend and boyfriend, and they stayed together. And he took care of her. And mm-hmm. you know, I think their, I think their marriage is blessed, man. You know, yeah, both good. of them, both of them in church. You know, she's a dancer. You know, he's a security guard for the church. There now, they're having a, a baby in wedlock. Mm-hmm. In wedlock. In wedlock. Know? So it's mm-hmm. just like you know. I have a lot of people I can probably I can only imagine How many people may have doubted them mm-hmm. You know that hey You know God ain't gonna bless this This ain't gonna work You know It's it's a couple of other people too mm-hmm. Now I know some people They may say it with the right intent Because they may be thinking like Alright you know It's up to you But you know We may We feel this way because of this But when you come to those people Who just ain't got no explanation Or They don't care to tell you Why they feel the way they feel about something that's when you need to be concerned because mm-hmm. it's like not even concerned, but you need to be on guard because it's like, uh, who are you to speak for mm-hmm. God? Like, it's exactly. just your opinion. Exactly. I just feel like, bro, like, like we talked about earlier. 
I don't I try my best not to judge you know what I'm saying whether you're straight bi gay that, that, that ain't you know what I'm saying? I can still love you for you. Because at the end of the day, God is, if God wants to, if, if God has something for you, he's going to make sure it gets to you and he's going to use you. So my whole thing is, there was a person that I know that was, it was that was in a church that was bisexual and struggled with it for a long time and came to his pastor about it. And his pastor was his pastor was like condemning him. No. Yes, but just but just three, but just like a few a few years ago, he was asking the church for forgiveness because you was going through an alcohol, uh, a, a weed and alcohol problem, and you cheated on your wife. So like, how does that make sense? Man, that's crazy. How does like how does that make sense? Hey, so it don't make sense at it, all. It don't make sense. It don't make no sense So why are you judging him Because he's bisexual That's clearly something he struggles with Clearly something that he came to you about Because he trusts you Yes, in faith, in confidence And you come around and condemn that man But you was just out here A a pastor with an alcohol problem With alcohol abuse problem With a weed problem And then you cheat on your wife And you want us to forgive you But you can't even Give me words of encouragement and help, and maybe steer me in the right direction. You just condemn me from the church altogether, almost exiled me from the church. Well, not me, but him, the person. Man, it's, and man, that's what I'm saying. That's why mercy is so important because no one is more superior than the other. Man. Exactly, mercy is so necessary, man. People don't really understand it. You know, mercy honestly is my favorite. It's one of my favorite prayers. <laughs> Lord have mercy Lord help me to have mercy for this person You know that's It's a constant prayer man Because mercy is It's what we need man It's it's you getting what you don't deserve man You know Exactly man I mean getting You You Not getting what you do deserve Yeah That's what it is I'm sorry about that I feel like Uh Judgmental Christians is probably one of the reasons why I left the church Like you want people to show you grace and mercy When you mess up, when you lie, when you cheat When you steal, when you steal in the church's money When you touching these little kids But you don't want Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, we getting there Uh-oh. But you don't But you don't want to show grace and mercy to the other people You want you want forgiveness and you want grace and mercy But once you get it And then it's time for you to show it It's oh Yeah, nah, I can't do that like you know what I'm saying Like what I don't I, I don't be understanding Like why are you At the church Touching little kids anyway Like You, you need help Like you know what I'm saying Like you, <laughs> you need serious help Serious help That's true That's And true. then instead of Instead of Getting the people out of there Who are touching these kids You blame the victim And now that's more church hurt Now we lost another soul because you're trying to because who most of the time when these high ranking positions in the church are touching these little kids, they rather cover it up than be like, yo, you gotta get up out of here. Right. Because it brings a bad image to the church instead of doing what's right. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I told you I told you I was getting there. So I, was, I, guess- I told you I was getting there today. I guess that really ties in with you know the church politics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> That's sad. It's, it's bro. It's, it's 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 really sad, bro. It's ridiculous, man. Um, there are plenty of people who have been disowned by the Christian community because they either gotten pregnant outside of wedlock or the parents were so ashamed that they disowned them. So like. Let me tell you the story how I lost my virginity. Not how I lost my virginity, how my parents found out. So, right. And I'm, I'm gonna tie this all back in. So, I'm I'm home. I just got on an academic suspension. I'm home. And they weren't even supposed to find out. Because it wasn't even for me. Those comments were from my youngest brother. Because he had he had lost his at 16. I lost mine at like 22. So this is maybe about like a year or some change after I turned 22. I'm coming back from Tallahassee. My parents was like, let's have a seat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. And it was more so like, are you having sex? 
I was like, not, not recently, but yes, I have had sex. And then it was like, well, what does the Bible say? Uh-oh. And I'm like, the Bible says this. So then why didn't you follow what the Bible says? I'm like, because things happen. Like, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I was like, things happen. So I, I, I questioned them. I was like, so when, because before they got together, they weren't saved. And then when they got saved, so I'm like, so when y'all got saved, y'all just stopped having sex all together till y'all got married? Like, or what happened? And I just feel like, especially with our, especially with our parents, they don't, they may want the, what's best for you. And because they, especially, I don't want to say most parents, but some parents are strictly by the book. Like I'm saying, like, this is what it is. And like, it was, it was like, it ended up being like this huge thing. I had to watch this movie called Fireproof that I really know nothing about. It was, bro, it was, it was off the wall. It was, what the heck is Fireproof? I don't know, bro. Some movie about this, uh, some movie about this guy who struggled with like, who had like a sex addiction and masturbation problem. And my parents made me watch that, yeah. It was like, if you keep going down this route, this is what can happen to you and your marriage what one happened? day. I don't know, bro. I, I was forever ago. I barely watched it. I had to write a report on it and everything, bro. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, was that for school or? No, it was for my parents. For your parents. Yep, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, bro. They're wild for that one. Hella wild. Hella wild, bro. I was just looking like, like, it's done now. Like what you think I'm gonna do Like I mean Of course they want everybody to Wait till they get Married So my middle brother Was the last person To lose his virginity in the family He was like later in his Later in his years And so like Me and him had a talk And he was like bro Cause he didn't have to tell me I knew <laughs> when, I, when I finally saw him And the girl he was dealing with I knew right then there he clapping them cheeks <laughs> And so when he finally told my mom It was just like Yo it was just like My mom felt like so disappointed And I was just looking at like Yo You gotta let that go Like Yes you may want us to wait till marriage But nothing out of ten That's probably not gonna happen down in today's society But the fact that Two out of three Waited till they were much older To do it you're doing something right But you gotta let us live You gotta let us make our own mistakes And it was just like She felt so disappointed I was telling my bro I was like You just need to tell her bro Like what's she gonna do You don't even live in the house no more Right what, What's she gonna do I mean yeah Honestly I think that I'm not sure Because I haven't really like I don't know too much About their life But I think for the most part Like you said They 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 did they did somewhat of a good job, you mm-hmm. know. You guys held it for so long, you know. Um, you know, my story was my parents. They, eh, man, it's a it's for another podcast. You know, if you ever come up with a topic, I'm pretty sure I could tie it in with something like this. But basically, my parents they wasn't even attentive to it, and so I I lost mine, man. I was like, should have been like eight years old, nine years old, man. Damn. Yeah, bro. But you know it's a story behind that I'm not going to get too deep into it But it was like Just Irresponsibility Not on my end But my parents mm-hmm. You know so it's You know Like I said your parents did They did something good You know what I mean mm-hmm. As far as like you know But like you said You got to find out stuff for yourself So Hey That's that's what it's all about That's yeah, how just, That's what makes you a man mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like We're judgmental Christians Like they get so wrapped up in the sin. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. But at the end of the day, sin is sin. Like oh, I'm yeah. saying, there is no one sin that trumps the other sin. Like it's not like, oh, okay, because you committed because you had sex outside of wedlock. You know what I'm saying? Or you had a baby outside of wedlock. You, God still can't use you. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying, it, it's more so like, oh, you brought shame to the family name, but you was doing the same stuff and probably may still be doing the same stuff now that you're saved. Right. Like you know what I'm saying, like y'all, y'all gotta chill with that. Right. Because that's not like That's what's gonna keep More souls from coming to church It's right. you know, the, the judgmental Christians Is a real thing out here It's a very real It's a very real thing out here 
right right so i want to transition to this i i had like one bible verse two oh, go ahead, go ahead. to support what you were saying yeah hold on i'm, I'm looking forward out this yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it's it's james the second chapter the 10th verse he says um I'm looking for the best translation right now. Give me just a second. All right. It says that it's crazy now. Yo, it's crazy. But this point was to show that you, you in a sense, can't be perfect, perfected on your own. Mm-hmm. Perfect on your own. You can be perfected. Mm-hmm. And that's by God's Holy Spirit. But you can't be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, so here it is. James 2 and 10. It says that for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it and then the new living translation says for the person who keeps all of the laws except one is guilty as a person who has broken all of god's law if you want another i ain't gonna do another one i, I was gonna do another <laughs> translation but the point of that is to say to support what you were saying that you know just because i'm doing this and you're not that don't mean you're not doing something wrong mm-hmm. you know you know i do it i break all of them based off this one you do it you break all of them based off your one mm-hmm. so hey you know you're not you know better your what you did is no better than what i did there's exactly. no argument the, mm-hmm. the word of god is the word of god is not going to change for nobody it says that and that's not being religious that's 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 facts right there that's man. Facts, you man. can't really you can't go around that you can't I feel go like, around that i feel like there's there's conditional truth then there's unconditional truth mm-hmm. which means that i'm not saying that it can be changed but it it's not biased there's a there god has an intent with it but then there's there's some where it's like it's just it's 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 unconditional mm-hmm. this is what it is and this is what it is this is what it's not you know and that's one of those verses that's what it is mm-hmm. like hey you break one you break all of them exactly that's it that's no there's no other way but mm-hmm. that's, there's no way to try to twist it or make it sound good for mm-hmm. how you want it to sound. exactly exactly so, um so so we're gonna touch on this last thing and after that we're gonna wrap it up how can one be complacent in the walk with christ Ooh, that's a good one right there um and then as a person that struggle with that, I definitely have to go with saying that you feel like you got him down packed. You know, you feel like you, you know him, you know, from, like I said, you feel like you got him down packed or mm-hmm. you feel like there's no, there's not a necessity for growth in your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry for the disappointment for whomever, no matter where you are in your walk, you're going to continue to be perfected into the day of Christ. There's no shortcuts. There's no. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't become complacent because complacency will disqualify you for growth and development and mm-hmm. who you're supposed to become. Mm-hmm. What you think? Um, I think one can become complacent because they get too comfortable. Get comfortable. They get too comfortable, or they get they get lazy. Wow. They just get they they start off as okay, I may read the Bible with God. I may spend time with God. I try to spend time with God maybe like let's just say three times a week. Right. Three, four times a week. And then life happens. And then that starts to becomes a pattern. Becomes a pattern. Instead of four three to four days a week, now it's one to two days a week. And then right. it goes from one to two days a week to just on Sunday and then it goes from just on Sunday to not even that and then you reach back out to him when you need something hey God I'm going through this hey man could you please help me and God's like but you're not even spending time with me that's good man that's real good that's good right there boy. You like that? and that's honestly that's again that that will humble you to understand a relationship mm-hmm. like this can't happen without that Mm-hmm. You know, it's honestly. I was thinking about those exact, not exact words, but I was thinking in that that area on my way home today. You know, from the gym. It's funny that you said that, but that was a good point you just made, bro. Like, you gotta stay consistent. You have to like stay consistent. Consistency combats complacency. Mm-hmm. 
You know So if you can be consistent You know That in a sense Will keep you from uh, Complacency Consistency come past Complacency I like that that was, that was good. I got you some. That was that was, <laughs> that was good. Consistency combats complacency. I like that. Um, I struggle with being complacent. Um, I'm in a I'm in a point in my life now where I've been trying more so ever to have a consistent relationship with him, to have actual a consistent personal relationship with him. So right. that's that's the walk. That's the journey that I'm on right now myself. Hey bro That's what it's all about That's what man. it's all about You gotta start somewhere You know what I mean Like No matter where you are Keep going mm-hmm. That's what it's all about No matter if you Straight away Or something like that Get back on track Keep going You know He'll accept you mm-hmm. As long as you got breath In your body He will accept you Aye. And stuff But Once that breath leave And you ain't You ain't got your you got your stuff right I, I don't know how It's gonna go for you I mm-hmm. don't know I'm not going to say you're going to go to hell I'm mm-hmm. not going to say you're going to go to heaven But just What I'm saying is Make the most of what you got Yes You know like Like I said you got breath in your body Don't put off the day for tomorrow mm-hmm. You know and that's where I'm because at Because tomorrow is not a promise It's not a promise A lot of people man. be thinking that tomorrow's promise Like every Like When I wake up in the morning um, I gotta do I gotta I gotta try my best Because this could be my last day on earth That's true And I wouldn't even know it Wouldn't even know it. Dang. Complacency, I tell you, man, it's a it's a scary place in a mm-hmm. sense, man. Imagine imagine this. You started with all right, you and your class. Mm-hmm. Y'all went out for I don't know, for not recess, but to go do in the class assignment mm-hmm. outside, right? Mm-hmm. And you know the class is right here. They're steady progressing. Progressing from the next station to another, and you're still in the same place. Mm. And it's not necessary you stuck, but you keeping yourself there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another part of the definition of being complacent. Mm-hmm. You like you holding yourself back, and it's no growth. It's no growth, man. It's stagnant, and it's it's all on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I said, it's a matter of a change of action that you can get where you need to go, man. Mm-hmm. I can confess, man. I've been in that cycle a couple of times. It's stagnant. Same place. Same cycle. And it's, it's pesky. Mm-hmm. It's aggravating. You know, after a while, it becomes toxic. And you realize you got to change. Mm-hmm. You can't stay the same. And as for religious people, it gets toxic, man. They even start hating themselves. They start manifesting all this stuff when it's all rooted in one thing. Change. Mm-hmm. Change. Stay consistent in that change Keep changing Don't stop Hey Hey man We gonna wrap this up I think it's been A very good episode For sure bro I uh, think A lot of points was hit And it was it was good it was I wanna good. Thank you for getting on I wanna thank my cousin Robbie Uh Britt My lady And um A, a friend Adriel For helping me Kind of shape this episode Because I reached out To a couple of people Because like I said The first one was just More of a rant This one I wanted to bring Actual points And actual like And just Just be a little bit more Clear in my message You know what I'm saying So Where can they find you at My man Shoot uh, You know Y'all hit me up on Instagram Man Written Rubies W-R-I-T-T-E-N R-U-B-I-E-S Written Rubies On IG um, on Facebook It's just Adam Williams Okay So yeah I gotta add you on Facebook Cause I'd be like I don't have this man on Facebook <laughs> Yeah on Facebook You can catch me like Leaning like Standing beside a lion Um Yeah so Okay Cause I know it's a lot of Adam Williams It's, it's crazy it's, Okay It's more than what I knew <laughs> Okay <laughs> Um Alright y'all Like I said This is the was supposed to be a four-part series. I just changed it to a three-part series. So next week we're gonna be talking about millennial Christians, um, and I am gonna do a second part to this. I am gonna do like another series to this. It's probably gonna be in season three when I come back. So um, next week is the millennial Christians. My season finale. I'm moving it up. Instead of December, it's going to be. It's going to be instead of Feb- February. It's going to be December 30th. 
So be on the lookout for that, man. It's going to be amazing. Um, but you already know y'all can follow me, man. Average JTPC. That's the podcast Instagram. Um, www.theaveragejoemedia.com. That's the website. Come check it out. Come come connect. Let's work. Let's let's start. Let's start getting started on your podcast as well. Um, I just want this to show. I I just if I can touch one soul out of this out of this series, and I've done my job. That's all I really want. You know what about, bro. That's all I really want. I just want people to be like, yo, like it takes work. I'm not perfect myself. Clearly, like y'all seen us do through the series. Like I'm nowhere near perfect myself. But if I could touch one person, then it's worth. Then it, it's worth it. And I wanted to show a different side of me as well. You know what I'm saying. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Average Shade and Average Show community. Thanks for rocking out with me. Until next week, Philippians 413, man. Peace. Change can only start From the thoughts of